On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about some updates at both Google, Google My Business, YouTube, and maybe a few other things as well. Hopefully you're ready for it. But speaking of who's ready, Movo is ready for you. They're ready to make you a professional shooter, even if you're using your smartphone. If you need lights, if you need stands, if you need microphones, Movo has it all. I've got a new wireless microphone. I am absolutely loving it. I've used it for all of my client projects of late. It is small, it is powerful, and it is beautiful sounding. So if you want to sound great, if you want to look great, if you want to be able to shoot like a pro, even with your smartphone, then head on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo and pick up one of their great products right now. And with that, Let's hit the music. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, Video Marketing Madness with Ray, the video guy. And I'm Steve Sleeper, my YouTube channel, Steve Sleeper Trains. There is a lot to talk about today, Ray. Driving that train. Hi, I'm yep. cocaine. Not me. Well, <laughs> man, I, I guess can't. we shouldn't say the last thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good boy. So, if you... Google the name of your business. So in, in Ray's case, let's say I Google Impossible Scape Loganville. Your, yes. your Google My Business profile is what pops up on the right side of the screen. Now, if you wanted to get into your back office before, you got an actual multifunctional back office. Well, if you try to do that now, guess what you get? You get the your Google My Business profile as it would look if you Googled Impossible Escape Loganville, and you and uh, as of at least today, if you want to do any work on your Google Business profile, that's where they're sending you now. Yep. Before they had tried sending you there, and I always said no, I don't want to go there, and they were doing a <laughs> series of uh, questionnaires, and I basically answered and said, I hate this, you know, keep keep the old one. And for some reason, I assumed that they wouldn't change it because uh, I, I think the old office was m much more functional, okay? But I guess what they were finding is that for the average person, the average storefront, mom-pa storefront, it was confusing to them, so they simplified it, but I, I'm thinking they took some things away. So today, I went to uh, do a Google Business Profile post, which I do weekly for my clients, and the old interface has gone away, out with the old, in with the new. I don't think the new is as good, <laughs> for instance. Uh, well, there's no more COVID-19 updates. Those have gone away. Um, which they were going to go away at some point. But when I went to add a picture, I can't grab a picture from the Google business profile. i got to upload one. And there, I was taught that there was 
some SEO value in grabbing a picture from the Google business profile and using it for your post. But uh, they've, they've taken that away. So I don't know what else they've taken away because I just did the post for the Frank's Law Firm. And I've got mm-hmm. a bunch of pictures that are already geo-optimized, um, you know, on my uh, hard drive. So it, w- it was no big deal. But uh, over the course of time, it's going to be interesting to see what they have taken away in the interest of making things simpler for the average person. Well, I can tell you, Steve, they can take away our business manager, but they'll never take our freedom! (laughs) (laughs) You sure you haven't been... uh... Riding that tray high on cocaine, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And, and I, now I, I, I'll tell you, as far as this change goes, obviously, you know, it's been in process for what, like a year. I mean, it's been yeah, a long time yeah. that they've been like, "Hey, do you want to try out the new one? Hey, come on, check it out, check it out." Uh, I've avoided it as well, to be perfectly honest. But there are positives and there are negatives, and uh, the positive thing is. You don't have to go out of your way anymore to to get in there and do it, if that makes any sense. You know, you can you, every everything you're doing is just kind of part of it now. Um, you're just on Google, and boom, you can just make your changes. You don't have to, you know, go and and uh, log into the business manager and all that. Yeah, you still have to be logged in inside of Google itself, but who isn't most of the time anyway? Where do you add? So, a, I wonder where you add a manager. Uh, you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure yet. That's a really I, good question. I'm not seeing it anywhere. <laughs> but it is a lot easier to now just jump in and add a picture when you've got a picture you want to share and things like that. So there is some advantage to it. Um, so it's a mixed bag for me. I'm not yeah. super excited by it, but I'm not hurt by it either. Yeah, and, and the, so there's the first thing I'm not finding right away, and I would have to Google it. How do I add a manager to my Google <laughs> business profile? Well, there you go, Steve. You could start a new YouTube channel once you learn all these things, teaching others how to do it. Yeah, and um, I, I remember when I was working with this, when I was trying it out before, there were a few other things that weren't there anymore. Um how do you get to the analytics, for instance? Well, the, most of it's kind of right there in front of you. So, like, when you when you go in, you're going to see um, what happens is you're going to still see your profile on the right-hand side. But at the top of the main uh, column, I guess, the, that left-hand column where all the results are, you're going to see a lot of that stuff in there. And you'll see, like, how many views this month right there. Um, you don't even have to, you know, click anything. It's going to be right in your face every time you go there. Now, that's not all your analytics, obviously, but that is, uh, you know, at least an overview. And like right now, just for fun, I'm uploading some pictures to uh, the Google My Business page. And, you know, it's nice or Google Business Profile, sorry. And it's, uh, you know, pretty easy to do right from the front page of Google. So that kind of, in that regard, yeah, that's a little bit better, a little bit easier. But some of the other things, you know. Oh, well, here's here's what I'm seeing. And, and keep in mind, as you're listening to this, I discovered this like seconds before I called Ray, you know, uh, because I, I was just wrapping up a project I was working on. So if if you, uh, the, of course, I've got, a, a you know, probably 
I don't know, quite a few, <laughs> 50 uh, businesses that I manage in, in my wow. back office. Really? Yeah. Well, when I say 50 businesses, a lot of them are multi-location, so it's probably 20 gotcha. businesses. You know, huh. Maybe. Didn't yeah. know you had that many. That's yeah, yeah, I don't make any money on them. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, it says here 25 unique businesses. Okay. Um, that, that was a track I was keeping, and uh, there's like 45 locations. But, uh, so I'm looking at that... Uh, uh, at my back office, the the names of all the businesses, okay? It's got uh, a button you can click to edit the bit business information, and uh, that's got a lot of information in it that you can edit. It's got a way to upload photos, and it's got a way to create a post, okay? Yep. Um, review, and then over on the left side, it's got all your reviews and uh verifications so when you get a postcard that's where you go although i found that has to be the owner now um linked accounts i'm thinking that's where you add a manager pretty sure it, look, it kind of looks like it i don't have time to try it right now um <laughs> notifications uh, okay that settings is like notifications it's notifications and that's it so it's going to be interesting to see what happens as time goes on you know again i i have not had any time whatsoever to play around with it but it has changed and uh if if you have even one google business profile that you're working yep. on you know what i'm talking about you know and and doing the managers the way the way that you do it is right on the main page of google right at the very top there's three little dots and oh. if you go inside of there you can go to business profile settings, and, and managers is the very first thing at the top. Oh, thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. I don't know what I And you can see your performance. You. you can see your um, – th there's a button called performance, and that's going to give you your analytics, but you can also click on the little eyeball right under your business. It says your business on Google. If you click on that, it's going to give you all the analytics. It's just a little pop-up window that will give you all that information. Uh, ironically, my little uh, foray into uploading um, pictures right now – uh, just for the fun of it while we're doing this, is completely stuck at about 50%, and it has been for 10 minutes now. Oh, my goodness. Well, you may just have to start it again. So there you go. Okay. That tells you. But you've also got a few other things in here. You've got um, a button called Ask for Reviews, which is going to give you the links that you can use to, to ask people for reviews, which, by the way, Steve, if you notice, they've got a button for Ask for Reviews. Uh, one thing that people, it's been a bit, bit of a misnomer for many years, is that Google does not want you asking people to leave a review. And that could not be further from the truth. It's just five star. You can't do, you can't ask for a five star. You just gotta ask. Correct. For You're not supposed to ask for a five star review, but you can ask people to leave a review. Now, there was a restaurant right up here, um, uh, a small chain restaurant, and right in the front of their lobby, there's a big thing on the wall, and it says, Leave us a five star review and get ten percent off or something like that. Oh. And I took I took a picture of it and I sent it to their corporate people. I said, Hey, if somebody reports this, you guys are probably gonna lose your Google My Business listing completely. You right. really shouldn't do this. No yeah. response from them. They don't care. But yeah, well, well then something could happen. Re be a jerk and report them. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do no. that. I like them. You're never a jerk. I you know, back there would have been a time I might have, but I wouldn't do that either. You know. Now, if they were my competition, maybe I would. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you, would. you never know. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Let's move on to YouTube. 
Okay. Yes, and, YouTube. And this, um, I have YouTube's Twitter in my news feed on TweetDeck. This is how I get this stuff. If you ever <laughs> want to use TweetDeck, I, um, I find it beneficial because I can organize all the people that I follow into different columns. I've got news, I've got weather, YouTube, social media, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this one is a tweet. It says, create with music and earn. Creator music is here, a new way to use licensed music and keep monetizing. I think this is kind of big. Uh, now, don't tell me it's not, because you're always contradicting me. Use, <laughs> Ray, the video guy, use tracks with multiple options. Pay money up front to use music and keep all the revenue, or share a percentage of the ad revenue with music rights holders. Right. U.S. only to start, but expanding in 2023. So... For instance, there's a guy that I watch on YouTube called Harold Balder, and he hasn't put up a new video in a long time. But what he does, he travels all over the world. Um, basically, it was Sony's version of the GoPro, and they don't make it anymore, but he likes using it because the battery doesn't run out in two seconds like a GoPro. He's got that on a stick, and it's either pointed at him or he's pointed at... Uh, uh, you know, uh, what he's trying to, he, he's pointing it in or out, one of the two. And uh, he travels all over the world showing what he's doing. For instance, he was in Hanoi, and he showed uh, all the the railroad tracks that run down the alleys. He did an entire show on that. He'll get, nice. he'll get a million views easily. But he was always talking about, Oh, I can't go in that building because they're playing music, and I'll lose the monet, you know, monetization. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now what they're saying is, uh, yeah, you can keep music out of it, but if you want to put some music in it, even if you don't hold the copyright, uh, you can still get some ad revenue as long as whoever owns the copyright gets something too. Yeah, and, and there, I think, and I've got to do some more research on that because obviously, you know, I, I have music that I use that's, you know, I can provide licenses for and whatnot. Oh, sure, so I, don't, sure. I, yeah. I mean, I have to report that all the time. I, I think I spend half my YouTube time just filing, yes, I've got rights to use yeah, this. Yeah. But um, it also it depends on the artist, too. So it's not like, you know, just because you you hear David Bowie in the background does not mean David Bowie agrees. Obviously he doesn't agree with anything right now, but uh, his, his, uh, you know, whoever owns the rights to his music, that doesn't necessarily mean that they agree to do that. It just means there's an option out there that they could agree to. Yeah. So okay. You do still have to be careful with that. Okay. As far as I understand. That, that's good to know. Now, you know, one, one uh, service I subscribed to for a while, I paid for a year subscription and, there's an API with YouTube or Google, so if if you use that API, it's it's kind of like connected accounts, you know, and yep. and and you sign in and you use that, and and then uh, YouTube looks at that and goes, oh, okay, he's he's paying to use that music. They, they know that automatically. Yeah, I, I wish the place that I got it from had that because we have one client that we do videos for every single week. And it has like a little introduction thing with a song on it, and uh -huh. every single video oh we boy. post gets oh flagged yeah. for that twenty-second little 
oh. ditty that's played on it every oh. single time. What a pain. And, so I have to, and then and if we use any other music, sometimes we get it on that. So then I've got to do multiples on the same video every single week. So that's always fun. <laughs> now, the other thing I saw, um, it's, what is it called? Team YouTube, I think, is their Twitter. And I saw this on their uh, Twitter feed. Go team. And I don't think this is new, but I saw a bunch of posts where somebody was saying, we got demonetized, you know, how can you help us, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And at one time, I know that you could reach out to them via that Twitter feed and just say, hey, I filed the uh, uh, the, the protest or whatever, and, uh, right. uh, you know, take a look at it, and, and that would be a way to get their attention. Well, today I saw... The only way you can get reviewed is by resubmitting an application for the YouTube Partner Program once you've changed your content. You can reapply. Oh, so you're talking about if, if the whole channel just gets completely demonetized. Completely demonetized. Yeah, I'm gotcha. sorry. I kind of started in the middle of the story. Uh, so thanks for clarifying that. Um, so you, have, you, you, you resubmit an application for the Partner Program once you've changed your content, you can reapply 30 days after you receive your email. Is that is, is, is that new? Can Elon Musk just buy YouTube at the same time? Oh, boy, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they drive me crazy sometimes. I love YouTube, but they drive me crazy they, sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Well, one guy I know, Hobo Shoestring, I've talked about him before. It's this guy yep, that rides yep. freight trains. And, uh, you know, again, he's, uh, this is how he makes, this is his only source of income, and I think he does okay. Um, he got an email saying he was demonetized, and he went onto his community page and said, you know, what do I do, and blah, blah, blah. And I just responded and say, you know, file an appeal. And then he came back the next day and said, well, YouTube sent it out by mistake, and there, there were people saying maybe this is a scam or whatever. He said, "Well, it came from YouTube," and then I got an email yeah, the next know. day saying it uh, that that shouldn't have been sent out. So that's kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy. And and I know people that have had different types of content that, you know, they're making all this money for themselves and for YouTube, and then they get demonetized. For instance, they they had a crackdown. Back about probably three years ago now, I can't remember. It seems like it was last week, but I think it was realistically it was like three years ago, where um, content like uh, MMA content, professional wrestling content, stuff like that was getting demonetized, or at least you know limited monetization. What I mean by that is they get classified in like the you know the same categories as you know, you know, really negative content where, yeah, you can still advertise on it, but it's not part of the normal advertising. You have to specifically say, yeah, I want that too. And, and that really killed a lot of people's businesses. And, you know, I mean, I realize it's YouTube's platform, but if they're going to have people put in all this time and all this effort and build all this stuff and then just go, eh, we decided to demonetize you, you know, that's a real problem because you're bigger than just you know, a, a platform that lets you upload videos. I mean, you're you're literally controlling somebody's business and mm -hmm. income, mm -hmm. and and that's you know that's a pretty powerful position to be in. And there needs to be, you know, something more than just 
oh yeah, I'll appeal and hopefully they'll turn it back on. So why? Tell me again, because I must have blinked. Why did they demonetize these folks? Because uh, it was considered like violent content. Oh, and oh, you think yeah. about it. Let's say you're, let's say you're a dentist. Yeah. You don't want to have your dentist advertising, you know, your dentist advertisement on questionable content. And so, if your stuff gets put into that whole questionable content category, well, guess what? You're not going to make much money anymore, if at all. And so that's where the problem really comes in. Now, me personally, yeah, I've yeah. never cared about that because it's, you know. No, but I, I know I know a guy that, uh, again, he does those travel videos, and yep. um, he was doing them from Russia. I don't know if he's doing them anymore or not. But um, he got demonetized for some snarky video he posted 10 years ago. <laughs> and it had violence, or well, supposed violence in it. And and I watched it, and it was so snarky. It was it was like, how could YouTube think that? Well, it, it was because they don't. They yeah. they have machines yeah, that right. You know, and machines so, don't understand context. And and so he he took that video down. He reapplied, but he had to reapply thirty days later. Then it took thirty days to get approved. And so you know, for two months, he doesn't have any any income. Yep. And and Google's known for this. Um, you know, back in the old days, people would build entire businesses based off of, of um, AdSense. They'd build all these sites. They'd have AdSense on it. And then one day, Google would just go, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not allowing you to use it anymore. And boom, their entire business is just gone overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That happened you to know? John. And that happened to John Curry. Uh, he's got an example. It happened to a lot of people. Yeah. I know a lot of people that happened. To, I mean, they were making 30 grand a month from yeah. these AdSense sites. And then all of a sudden, Google mm-hmm. just goes, yeah, we're taking you out well and and no real reason just well john john was making a lot of money off stuff they'd allow when they you know uh in 1995 of course that's kind of pre-google but you know what i'm saying i mean he, he he's been making money off the internet from the very beginning and then he was making money off of google at the very beginning of google and then i don't know six years later they take it away from him you know yeah and and that happened that's happened quite a bit no, now, the I, thing, I the thing that saved him is he's got so many revenue streams out there. Was he pissed off about it? Yes. Uh, was a lot of money? Yes. Did he go broke? No. You know. And we, we've had that. And it's not just Google that pulls that kind of stuff. Facebook does it once in a while. But even even in, uh, you know, other types of things like we used to um, we used to sell a ton of uh, a diet platform, mm-hmm. and it was the uh, the HCG diet when it was mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. And what happened was um, some doctors went and petitioned the government and were like, hey, you know what? We we should be the only ones that should be able to um, provide this type of a, a, a product. And overnight, psh, all that stuff got shut down. Nobody mm-hmm. would process the payments. And, right. You know, and it was just basically done overnight. We lost you know all of it down yeah, well I, I think you told me one month you made 40 grand on it yeah oh no yeah it was it was consistent but, no, not me personally but i mean just overall it was overall it was well but like I, I i will tell you uh where it's still legal south africa russia south, <laughs> russia well, south no no we we st- i'm not joking in in russia we had uh, somebody that um that had ties in russia and we started selling it over to there well, and and yeah, and that was kind of the point I was going to make. John John is based in in uh, the Johannesburg, South Africa right. area, and so he's still selling quite a bit of it in in that area. Yeah. So just I, I, you just know, you know fun crazy. fact fun fact to know and tell at parties. Okay. <laughs> 
Here's here's a here's another one. Let's move on to the search right. engine land. YouTube trim video tools turns videos into six second bumper ads. Yes. Machine learning strikes again. The new tool is now available globally in Google Ads, making it easy for... You were telling me about this. Okay. Making it easy for advertisers to create bumper ads. Isn't that why you asked if Joey had any uh, YouTube channel? Uh, That is not why I asked about him, but um, I am aware of that. I was asking for a totally different thing, which... It turns out when I talked to the Google Ads people, they were like, no, no, you don't want to do that. Oh, all right. well, yeah, <laughs> Basically, Google, Google has a, a system in there where you can just literally hand them bunches of pictures, bunches of videos, bunches of headlines, and they'll create all the ads for you and do it up. But the when I talk to the person there, they're like, mm, that's for somebody that is just getting started and doesn't know what they're doing so okay. they can get started. No, that's You're already beyond that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. That's but that's good. what that was for. But, yeah, that, that's um, that's something that can be done. Um, in fact, uh, there's a lot of that, not just for ads. We've talked in here before about clips, which you mm-hmm. were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also they're doing um, where you can clip out pieces to make shorts now, too. Yeah, yeah. So there's oh, a lot you can, of that. you can going. make shorts out of that? Yes, you can take a, a regular video and you can clip out it this is i think this is does literally it, does it really re- but it has to reformat it does it do that um yeah you know what i'll be honest i haven't even tried it okay, yet i, I just know it. that it's available um it'll take a regular video and it will trim it down to 6 you know or to uh 15 or 30 se- or <laughs> 15 have, or 60 seconds I'm or having, less i'm having tremendous success with shorts now when i say oh, su- yeah. when i say success my videos, you know, my, my long-form videos, you know, they're 10 to 15 minutes. I'm going to have 600 hours this year, and I'll, I'll, I'll hit 1,000 subscribers. But I, I don't know that I'll ever get monetized. That's not all that important to me. Uh, each video I upload gets 75 views on average, I think, uh, which, I mean, I got an audience. That's what I'm happy about. However, when I repurpose them as shorts, I get... Six seven hundred views. Last one I got twenty five hundred views. So when when you're out there putting the work in and you you get some views, it's gratifying. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I I I uh, I've got a whole bunch of videos out there that I'm repurposing for shorts and getting a lot of views, and it's driven driven my overall views up. What does that mean from a monetization standpoint? Nothing. You know, um, now, uh, after the first of the year, when they do monetize shorts, will I get a million out of that a million views? I, I did the math and I guess it's theoretically possible. You know, well, here's the thing with shorts that that you got to understand is you could put a short out tomorrow and that video might get a million views. It could just randomly. Boom. You, j- you don't know. It could. And and, uh, you know, again, I'm in a I'm in a niche. I mean, the the number one guy doing what I do, because I I sort of I I've watched his videos and go and thought that's the that's what I want to do. You know, that will work for me. When when I just decided what my production values were going to be, I just watched a lot of rail fan videos, and then this guy went, "That's what I want to do. That's it right there." And uh, I do my version of it. I don't copy him entirely. But anyhow, it's a guy called Jawtooth. And he's getting about, you know, maybe 40,000 views a video, 30 or 40. But 
I I looked at the stats and he's making thirty or forty grand a year off of it. Now that's not bad, but it's covering his expenses and he's retired. You know, so um, he's not making a ton of money off of it. Whereas Harold Balder, uh, he's making two hundred thousand dollars a year. So nice. yeah, yeah. So. Um, could I eventually get to where I'm making some money on this? Maybe if I could get it to where it's covering my expenses, I would be thrilled. Um, and I do have some expenses because, well, I mean, we take rail fan vacations. You know, we go. Uh, I, and why my wife plays along, I don't know. She's a saint, Ray. But... <laughs> hey, let me finish. Re- let, me finish re- let me finish reading this article. Uh, machine learning strikes again. New tool globally. Google Ads create bumper ads. The tool is powered by machine learning that identifies important scenes and brand elements from the original video and adapts them for shorter formats, Google said. says. It was first introduced in 2019 as Bumper Machine. And Google said it's worked pretty well. Uh, why we care, the new tool can be used by advertisers to quickly create bumper ads if they can't do the editing. Okay. That kind of sounds like what you were talking about to some degree. Yeah, they're doing they're doing a lot with it. They they realize that people need to be able to pull all of these short form things for various purposes. You know, the one of the other changes at, at YouTube over the last and, and it's been a little while now, but um one problem that they had with shorts was people were destroying their own channels just by putting shorts on them. Yeah, yeah. And the reason for that is, you know, obviously Google really tracks, um, uh, you know, session time, watch time. And when you've got all these 60-second videos, all of a sudden your watch time diminishes down to nothing and they stop showing your stuff. So people that had good channels were putting shorts in there. And because all these short views were coming in, it was actually hurting their channels. And they fixed that now so it doesn't do that anymore. But... Uh, that was a real problem at one point. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. In fact, um, our friend Bob Wells, um, what is it called, Cheap RV Living, who mm-hmm. has, you have talked to quite a few times. He was doing yep. a bunch of shorts, and I uh, I reached out to him, and, and, and this goes back to then, you know, uh, and said, hey, you might want to think about this, and he thanked me. Yeah, so. most, most, of the, most of the folks were – they were creating second channels just to do shorts because mm-hmm. of the yeah. the issues with that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That which is probably not a bad idea, depending on what you're doing. No, it, it's not a good idea now. You, it, you, you no, no, no. It wasn't a bad idea then, but yeah, it's not yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. Okay, this is something from YouTube. Uh, you, All right. YouTube help. YouTube has a refreshed look and feel. Yes, it does. The changes are beginning Here. to roll out. Okay, that was a week ago. New features, pinch to zoom. Pinch to zoom in and out of a video while watching it in landscape mode. Okay. Precise seeking. Now you'll see a film strip of thumbnails when you slide up the progress bar while you're searching for the progress, while you're searching along the progress bar of a video. And I'm assuming they're talking only on mobile with this. Cause oh, it's got to be. It's got to be. And because yeah. I, I don't, I don't use. I'll be honest. I don't use mobile that often for YouTube. I, I tend to do it on the desktop, but um, they have not changed that on the desktop. So, 
yeah, I uh, I only I only watch videos on my phone, and and uh, I've got the Chromecast thing, so I can actually watch them on my TV. Visual design updates, ambient mode. You now have the option to enable ambient mode when watching YouTube with the dark theme on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, darker, dark theme. Um, you wanted to make our dark theme darker. Okay. Rounded thumbnails and buttons. Our buttons and thumbnails now have a rounded design to offer them a more modern look. I mean, the, these are, from a creator standpoint, uh, it, it applies more to, well, it applies only to the viewer, but they're trying to make the viewer experience better. So as, as creators, this, this is important sure. news for us. Subscriber button updates. The subscriber button will follow the new standard button format, rounded out with a unique background to make it stand out. Channel membership updates on mobile the membership button will be shown after you subscribe. Uh, frees up more space. Okay. Playlist design updates. We've improved the design of the playlist page by adding rounder buttons, bigger titles. So this is just all graphic interfaces. Improved navigation. Yeah, if you go into the back end, they changed the font, and you know they? it's kind of weird looking. To be honest, it's like this real thin, thin font. Improved navigation from links, video title, channel name, and playlist links found in the description box help you more confidently identify where they lead to. Okay. I mean, it's good to know as creators. Sure. You know? Um, I, I, I don't know that I would have known that if I didn't read this. Uh, I mean, you spend more time looking at these things than me. So I, That's I, probably true. You know? Sadly. <laughs> okay, and then there's, um, you, you all probably know about this, but this uh, relates to Google SEO. The spam update is done rolling out. Um, what are spam updates? This comes from Google. While Google's automated systems to detect search spam are constantly operating, we occasionally make notable improvements to how they work. When we do, we refer to this as a spam update and share when they happen on our list of Google search ranking updates. For example, Spam Brain is our AM-based spam prevention system. From time to time, we improve that system to make it better at spotting spam and to help ensure it catches new types of spam. Sites that see a change after a spam update should review our spam policies to ensure they're complying with those. Sites that violate our policies may rank lower in results or not appear at all, get de-indexed in other words. So yeah. they, they just refine um, that filter, but that's, that's good to know. Um, so good. I, so good. I have... Um, for the Frank's Law Firm, I have opened up a Google News site for them as a way of creating backlinks. And mm -hmm. I get feeds from the newspaper in Jacksonville, RSS feeds, and then I decide which ones to post. And all of a sudden, they weren't indexing. It was because of uh, duplicate content, so now I spin them. And they're getting indexed. 
Um, now, what I do then is about once a week I take one of his blog posts and I spin it and then I, I do a backlink to the original blog post. I suppose I could do that with the articles too, but I just I just do it once a week. I don't want to get carried away. So they did find that. I mean, they were indexing him before because it was a Google News site. They don't do that anymore. That's the only thing I noticed. But with websites, I'm pretty conservative. Um, but I am taking his website content and spinning it and putting it out there, and that seems to work. So anyhow. My experience, Ooh. your experience may be different. Your experience may vary. May, may vary, depending on blah, blah, blah. So anyhow, yeah, that's that's all the updates I have in my folder. Cool. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of stuff to, you know, it's a lot of, lot of good stuff. Well, this has all been in the last week because all I did last week, you, you were out of pocket last week, so all I did was... Uh, like a 10-minute update show, and uh, so and then I deleted all those. So those that's new stuff in my folder since last Thursday. Very cool. Hey, there's a lot of changes going on, and a lot of changes are going to keep going on. You know, we've seen a lot of changes at uh, at uh, Facebook as well. For instance, you know, with all the changes to the pages and all the things they're doing there, a lot of Google My Business changes. YouTube changes, it's all out there. You know, last Saturday, Twitter changes. I couldn't make a post on my on a Google Facebook page last Saturday. <laughs> no matter what I did, I, I I tried it in Facebook, I tried it in the meta business thing, it wasn't working. Um, I've had a lot of those errors. Yeah, and, and we, we were talking about it on the way home. What, what I do is with my church, and we normally go to church on Saturday night because I have a hard time getting up in the morning because <laughs> I'm, I'm a lazy old man that's semi-retired. And no, I don't drive a semi. Um, but uh, so we're driving home, and my wife had kind of heard me, uh, um, you know, grunting, you know, <sighs> Zuckerberg's a communist, you know, things like that. And um, she said, what's up? And I told her, and I said, you know, Ray experiences this regularly. She said, really? I yep. said, yeah. And he does a lot more posting than me. I explained the whole thing to him. I said, it just drives him nuts. And so, and I finally gave up. And then when I got home, I thought, you know, I'll try it on my phone. So I found a way to copy the URL and did it on my phone uh, on a Facebook page. Worked just fine. So yeah, I've, I've found like one error that they've had for a while now, oh, and it really? seems it doesn't seem to be consistent either. That or I'm just doing things differently. Uh -huh. Like when I go to share certain things as um, I think it's as myself, not as a page. And I go to share it to a page. the The share button at the bottom of the box is not there. Huh. So you, you open it up and you type in your stuff, and then you go to hit the button, and there's no button. Weird. Yeah, it's very very odd. There's a lot of that stuff. I've had the, um, you know, they they, if you have what they call um, groups or pages that have high influence, aka big numbers. Uh huh. They they make you verify yourself as a publisher, and which is not a big deal. You you know you, they got a few different options. They make sure your two factor authentication is on. And they, yeah, okay. Well, I've done this a dozen times now. Really? Uh, and I'm not kidding when I tell. All of a sudden I'll go in and everything on my Facebook is locked, and I'm like, what is going on? 
Oh, you got to verify yourself as a public. I just did this three days ago, and I got to go through the whole process again. And this keeps happening over and over again. It drives me crazy. Well, and and I follow most of the stuff you do, and you post a lot. I mean, the escape room, Loganville News and Events, blah blah blah. I'm sure there's other yep. things. I want you've you've you know stuff related to courses you teach and. Uh, yeah, and we do stuff for clients as well, so there's a, a lot clients, of... Clients, affiliate of, marketing. Oh, my goodness, I can't imagine. I mean, this one post Saturday night just drove me nuts. And what we do is we stream the first part of our service on Spreaker. And uh, and then, you know, after uh, after it's all over, then I do a link to the, the recorded podcast on Facebook in a couple of different spots. Worked on my profile, my profile, Steve Sleeper. Wouldn't work on the church's Facebook page, and then they used to add add the um, the the badge, you know, for the channel automatically. Right, right, yep. Quit doing that. Um, <laughs> I've got I've got an even weirder one, and this one's driving me absolutely batty, and I cannot seem to figure out why it's doing this. I've got um. I've got, like you mentioned, Loganville News and Events page, uh-huh, which is uh-huh. doing really well. Oh, I've got a Loganville it, it, News and Events. It's a fun page. I especially like when you go out and to yeah, events. And, I, I enjoy you know, it. We do yeah. a lot of cool stuff. But I've got the Loganville News and Events group, which is, if you go there, you'll see that it is uh, created by Loganville News and Events. Mm-hmm. Loganville News and Events, the page, is a admin for the group. Yeah. I cannot post in the group as the page i cannot comment as the page i cannot do anything as the page i have to switch over to myself in order to do it now mind you as that page as loganville news and events i can go to a whole bunch of other groups and post and <laughs> but oh, i can't weird. do it in the one that i'm an admin of and i can't figure out why and nobody can seem to tell me <laughs> well and then they got that new thing where um you know you you click on your profile up there when you're logging in Yep. But you can automatically, you know, click on other profile right. avatars and log in that way. Not all; it doesn't let me do that on all my all my pages. It, it will. It's just a matter of time. All of mine are switched now. Oh, have they? Okay. So any any moment, I'm I'm shocked that you still have some, but it, it'll happen. Well, I'm not. I mean, you know, I don't post that much. I mean, yeah, even crappy ones that I haven't touched in years that I made for a specific purpose, they've all switched yeah, over and everything. Okay. I mean, you're you're a big time poster compared to me. I probably post on pages, you know, a couple of posts a week or something. You know, that's good. well. I, I got over my addiction, my Facebook addiction, by spending more time on it, but doing business stuff. So, if you got one of those addictions <laughs> where you're always on Facebook and you're always fighting with people, um, start doing some business pages. You can you can kind of take that energy and put it into a more positive direction. You know, you know what I do is if somebody's posting about politics. Constantly, constantly, mm-hmm. just unfollow I, I unfollow them. I, yep. I don't unfriend them. I just unfollow them. Yep. Um, and it's because I, I don't want to use what, what, what I want Facebook for is to pursue my hobbies, you know, like radio towers and radio transmitters and rail fanning. I'm a real geek. And then there, there's a, a, a family we know, and they've got like six kids ranging in age from. 22 down to five or six i love to see posts that that emily puts on there about the kids you know because she homeschools but she's always taking the kids out to do something that's i live my life vicariously through a number of people including emily so you know i mean that but i want to see pictures of people's kids and pursue my hobbies and that's it 
nothing else. Yep. All the other stuff is superfluous and kind of useless at this point. And I try to avoid it as best I can. I I'm not always totally successful, but I try. An old buddy of mine from way back, I've known. He was he, he did a morning show. He still does a morning show in Omaha on the classical music station. He uses the air name Otis 12. <laughs> nice. And um, he had a partner at one time. This goes back years, years ago and huge ratings. He was on the predominant you know, the predominant rocker in town. But I, I mean, go I mean, he's always been a hippie. He's always been into progressive politics. And for some reason, I like the guy, but <laughs> uh, as I always say, whenever he tries to argue with me or anything like that, um, Oh, it's, it's, it's Otis. Uh, he knows everything and he's always right. <laughs> that shuts him down. <laughs> And then it's got I got another one that uh, is a far side cartoon. This guy's uh, you know, like Fuller Brushman. He's looking to go into uh, knock on the door, and there's a picket fence around the front, and it says "Beware of Doug." And then there's uh, this guy standing behind a tree named Doug. You know, so and this guy's real name is Doug. You know, so I need to I need to get that for one of my one of my new clients and a good friend of mine. His name is Doug. I'll need to yeah. get one of those for him. I'll I'll email it. And he loves he loves the George Bulldog, so it would fit. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. So anyhow, well, uh, so I, I one guess last I... little story here, Steve. I want to talk about a bad business practice. Oh, okay, sure. Because I had something interesting happen today. I thought I'd share it here. Yeah. So, um, as you know, we've got an escape room here, which means that uh, you know people come into the building here, and that means that we've got to follow fire codes, and we've got fire extinguishers, and that means that we have to have uh, the fire extinguishers uh, inspected every year mm-hmm. and make sure that they're up to code and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and, and that's fine. And we've got a company that handles that. Well, I had heard somebody, and I can't remember if it was at a rotary meeting or some other thing where they, you know, it was like, or maybe it was even online. It was like, oh, be careful. There's this guy going around and he's, you know, pretending he's like a fire marshal or something and, and you know, checking out fire extinguishers or whatever. And I didn't think much of it, just kind of was stuck in the back of my brain and forgotten about. Well, this morning I was in here working and my wife and mother-in-law, they were working on portable games out front. And this guy comes walking in and he says to them, Oh, I'm here to inspect the fire extinguishers. And then he just starts walking around the building. (laughs) And so my wife comes to me and says, Hey, like a guy from the city here or something, he's the fire inspector. I'm like, what? Why would the fire inspector be here? So I go out, Sure enough, this guy is not the fire inspector. He's not from the city. He's not from anything. Now, he didn't say he was from the city. He just said he was there to inspect Inspect him. Well, he's just from a fire, you know, a company that does fire extinguishers. And he's just going around, quote, doing complimentary, uh, you know, inspections so that you'll hire them. But he's misrepresenting himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said, I said, hey, can I help you? He's like, oh, I'm here to check the fire extinguishers. I'm like, well, I said, are you from the, are you from the, the city? Because they've already been here to check that stuff. He's like, no, no, I'm not from the city. I said, well, we also got a company that does the maintenance and everything. I said, you're, but you're a different company, right? And I literally had to play 20 questions with him to find out that he was basically there to try and, you know, solicit the business. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. I said, I said we're, all, we're okay, and I think you need to leave. And so he leaves, and I see him walk down the sidewalk to the direction of the next business over, which I know 
most of the time there's just one girl that's in there. Oh. And so I'm like, mm, something's up with this guy. So I went down there and I walked in, and sure enough, he's in there, and he's in the back of her office, like in the non-public area, checking out fire extinguishers. And I'm like, did uh, did he tell you who he's from? And she's like, no. He said he's here to inspect things. And I said, hey, I said you need to leave. Yeah. And That's the guy creepy. starts arguing with me, and I said, and I told him, I said, look, I said, I'm not going to argue with you inside her business. It's up to her to, you know, you know, to to decide what to do here. I said, but, you know, you came into my place and you didn't say who you were. You've come in here, you've you've basically lied to her about this stuff, and you're wandering around here. We have no idea who you are. You could be a murderer for all we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's arguing with me and everything. And I said, do you have a card? I said, because I want to call the company. And so he gives me a card, and the com- the card they give, right? It, it's a legitimate card on the front. Uh-huh. It just has the name of the company, and it says has a customer service number to call, and it's got the email and the website. And then on the back, it, has, it says tech and a blank line, and they just put their name on it. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, you could find this and put your name on it. You know, it, this isn't – how do we know that you didn't just find this and put your name on it so you could sneak in here? I said, yeah, you, need yeah. you need to go. And the guy comes out into the s- sidewalk, and I'm, I'm calling – you know – um, well, he hadn't left yet. I, I went back outside and I called the number because I was going to call the company and I'm standing on the sidewalk and the guy comes out and, and starts arguing with me. And, and, and I said, you need to leave. I said, because if you don't leave now, I'm calling the police. And I got literally like, I'm, I'm not kidding when I say I got nose to nose with this guy Ooh. like right in his face. And he, you could see, he was like, what do you think you're doing? And I'm like, you need to go. I said, because you're creeping people out. And the lady from that, from that office, she came over to our office and wouldn't go back until he was gone because oh, she was creeped wow. out by this guy already yeah, before yeah. I even said that. So anyway, wow, so that's, that's what happened there. That's pretty And bold. so I, he finally, he left, but I called the company and the company was just kind of like, well, you know, they're not really supposed to do that. And, and I'm like, so you guys are not going to do anything about the way this guy is, is misrepresenting himself to people and getting into offices without being invited and all this other stuff. Well, uh, I said, okay. I said, that's fine. I said, because my next call, I am calling the police to report that this guy's doing this so that they at least have something on file. I said, oh, and make sure that you check your Yelp, your Gmail, or your Yelp, your Google reviews, and your Facebook later today. And sure enough, I, I wrote down the whole story and put it on all of their things with the nice one-star reviews. And I wasn't the only one. When I went to Google, there was a whole bunch of them in a row. of These guys came in. They misrepresented, blah, blah. And the company writes a response. Well, we don't actually do that. This is the way that we do it. So that's not really true. And I'm like, that's exactly what he did to mine. So that's interesting. Now uh, we we can end this on a funny story that someone along those lines. Now this goes back. I worked nights at an FM station, FM rock station in Omaha from in, seventy. In the Spanish part of town. In the Spanish, yeah. Uh, from 75 to 80, 1975 to 1980, while I was in college. It was a way to make some money. And uh, historically, radio stations do not have the most people in the world listening in the evening. It's it's morning drive, maybe after. Right. Well, morning drive, in, in those drive. days, it was morning afternoon drive and afternoon drive. Okay. Right. And we were a progressive rock station, so... Um, we didn't get a whole lot of office listens. It was morning and afternoon drive people listening in their car. Sure. Um, and so, but I was working nights and I was making a little bit of money and, it, you know, I could go to school during the day. But when they would promote the station or promote the DJs, they promote the morning and afternoon guy. They never promoted me. You know, I mean, it was just, 
but that's fine. I enjoyed it, and you know, <laughs> I had some spending money. So I get a call one night uh, on the request line, and this this guy said, "Were you at the such and such bar last Saturday night?" And I said, "No." Well, then there's some guy walking around telling everybody he's Steve Sleeper at the bars. <laughs> And I said, me. I said, what? She said, yeah. And I said, well, why wouldn't he tell everybody he was blah, 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 the morning guy? That's when we get our most lists. I'm just the evening guy. I mean, and, and my, my ratings were real high, but, you know, it's like the ratings in the morning were decent, but there were thousands of people listening. You know, the, the ratings at night were real high, but there was 100 people listening. You know what I'm saying? And, in fact, they don't even have night guys anymore, you know. I mean, it's either syndicated or um, computer. And, and I said, man, this, this guy's got to be a real loser if he's going around telling everybody he's me. And I guess he was doing it for a while, so I finally had to call all the bars and say, hey, look, that's not me. I'm, uh, I'm a student at Creighton. I'm married. There's just no way I'm going to go around the bars telling everybody I'm Steve Sleeper. And I forget why he was doing it. I think it was just to get free beer and stuff. But could uh, be, could be. But I thought, man, you could, man, you, you could set your sights a lot higher. <laughs> Yeah. So anyhow, uh, 45 years ago, somebody was somebody with a beard and long hair was walking around saying there was Steve Sleeper at the bars. How about Movo? There you go. Well, I'll tell you, you know what? If I had had my Movo equipment, maybe I could have recorded this guy and, yeah. and had a nice little video. I guess I should have done that because Movo, of course, provides you with the best equipment for shooting videos. If you need a microphone, if you need a wireless microphone, if you need a desktop microphone for doing your podcast, they've got it all. If you need lights, if you need pretty much anything, stands, they've got it all. You could be a professional shooter and get some amazing stuff from Movo. You could be an amateur shooter with your smartphone and get a nice little lavalier microphone to make your sound, sound better. Uh, I was actually in Vegas last week, Steve, for shooting more episodes of our new TV oh, show. Uh-huh. And uh, I was with uh, one of the videographers there, and we had a nice little conversation about Movo because he loves Movo. He's like, he's got the, uh, uh, the, the oh gosh, what's the name of the one that's the uh, little shotgun? It's not the double mic, which I think you have and I have. Well, there's a, the single, there's a single one. I forget what it's called. The but they got, they, got, they got a shotgun and, mic that uh, yes. plugs directly into your phone. And he was, he was raving on about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seems like everywhere I go doing different stuff these days, they got Movo. When we were doing a show down in Atlanta, they had the Movo wireless microphones. Cool. These guys make amazing equipment from beginner all the way on up. It's very affordable, and you can sound like a true pro. If you want to check out all the stuff they have, head on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo and see what they could give for your business. And let's let's groove on out with the music. Oh, yeah. Probably recorded on a Movo mic. I have no idea. There you go. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 